Welcome to Look Who's Talking, episode 142. Weird Mike's back from Vegas, and this just in, Vegas is still there. we got six wild card playoff games and Monday Night Football Bucks cowboys Micro versus macro. Which side are you? Here we go. Freestyle. Welcome to Look Who's Talking NFL, your favorite NFL gambling podcast from coast to coast of this great country of Canada. I'm out here on the West Coast in Rayleigh, Kamloops, BC. We got Weird Mike and Centennial Studios, about 10 minutes off the plane from Las Vegas. And we got Huck Daddy at Huck Media International Headquarters, downtown on the east side of Toronto. For any and all media needs, uh, hit up huckmedia.ca. Producing all of our episodes. We're at 142 episodes. So thank you for, for the bottom of our hearts for listening. Uh, we find that when people do listen to our podcast, they tend to keep listening. So we're doing something right. It's not always our picks. Sometimes it's our laughs. Sometimes it's Weird Mike's haircut and guessing how much it is. You can follow our show at Hughes Talking or for more rage smashing and everything else in between. You can follow my co-host at Weird Mike spelled weird M-I-C. Uh, follow up. He's talking on TikTok and Instagram. We've got some same game parlays coming up for wild card weekend. One for each game. Uh, let's make some goddamn money. We got a big Monday night football game. Bucks Cowboys. This has been set in stone for about a month. And it's nice that the Monday night football team got it because it's probably going to be the game of the weekend. The Bills are going to squish the fish. The Niners are going to do something to the Seahawks. That's not nice. And uh, we got a couple other games with some injury questions, especially with the Ravens game. We'll get into that and more. Uh, we got some Super Bowl futures to talk about. We told you to wait, wait, wait all season for the Bills. Well, if you have taken a Super Bowl future on the Bills anytime this season, you would have got the best odds right now. They are plus 400 or plus 450 in some places to win the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. And it's looking tasty for a trip down to Arizona. Where will the neutral site ABC championship game be? I don't know. I don't know if anybody knows yet, but looking to book a trip there, possibly if it is Bill's Chiefs. Wild card weekend. We're finally here. I'm sad the season's over because I love the slates, uh, but it is the playoffs. Playoffs. So thanks for joining us at Look Who's Talking. Congratulations to Christian Hernandez for winning our Look Who's Talking pick six. Uh, shout out to Corey Quinlan, uh, who was our silver place winner, our second place winner. Sorry, it's early here on the West Coast. And to Mike Mattisbacker, the big dog, for sneaking into third place, uh, winning by a tiebreaker over Mike Visca from Milton. Uh, as well as shout out to a couple other guys who did really well, Robert McDonald, Andrew Bedford, and uh, Tom Clark and a couple more. We're going to try to get you some Team LTD gear for just participating all year and losing by a tiebreaker or a half game. We had 65 people playing our Look Who's Talking Pick 6 this season. That's up from 20 people. We first started doing this uh, four years ago. That's every week, putting in picks. Thank you so much. we got two exciting playoff contests that we're going to be running with Storyteller Beer and Team LTD. The same one we ran last year, so sign up on officefootballpools.com. If you signed up last year, you should have got an email from me Basically able to sign up with the clip of a click of a button. That was our beer for a year contest last year. This year, it will be gear for about half a year because we're using the other beer, the rest of the beer, uh, to make your playoff touchdown team. All right, we'll talk about that more. But we got to hear from Weird Mike. He just got off the plane uh, from Las Vegas where he watched the last slate of games at some of the best places to watch Sports, if you're a sports better, I was very jealous. Uh, it looks like you and the boys had a good time. Mike, how was it? <clears throat> Grand times. 
grand event, grand sports book. But Jeffrey, you've now said the third time. You know, I'm a big three strike guy. One time, love it. Two time, mm, I'm not off the plane. I landed yesterday. Oh, it is now tomorrow. <laughs> yes, I'm worse for wear. Probably worse than I should. Anyway, <clears throat> you said it a third time. I didn't want to restart the show. Yeah, I like the opening. <laughs> All right, but I'm here. And I've been documenting it on that Insta account, which is growing. I love you guys. Appreciate the input. Everything across the board. It's good to be out there spreading my wings again, man. <clears throat> been a goddamn half decade since Weird Mike put a really, really interesting piece of food in my mouth. Okay? And that's not code, everybody. We're just talking about some pickled blueberry and foie gras. We're just talking about... <clears throat> anyway. Fill in your blanks. Good to be back. Landed safely. Shout out Rouge and the nice plane they sent for us. Um, and I'd like to congratulate my two Vegas mates for their uh, picking throughout the season. In addition to surviving a weekend with Weird Mike in Las Vegas. I would say the latter is more challenging than the former, uh, if you've ever been on a trip with me. But... <laughs> <laughs> Good time. Huckster, you're next. So, you know, I'm going I'm to pick up the tab for a Las Vegas. Look who's talking soon time. You won't have to fake your ID, you and your brother this time. We'll get you some real stuff. And uh, we missed you, Hugh. And good to be back. And Packer heartbreak, as predicted. Detroit, dangerous more as a dog. And let me tell you, those Lions fans turned into an angry bunch. Not just a team. The thousands, almost bitter Michigan people that booked their flight to Vegas into L.A. for the national title game. Okay, there was like this angry. Yeah, wow. Team. Okay, this is something. This is the tour eye that got picked up on. You know, everybody was looking for Georgia Peaches and all these TCU warm. Well, guess what? TCU didn't punch their ticket to La La Land until, you know, the usher showed them to their seat, if you will. Yeah. Okay. And if, if you're a Wolverines fan, you're for sure thinking you're in the you're in the national title game. It's a great trip. Go watch the Lions beat the Packers. Go watch Michigan play Georgia. Wow. So now everybody there switches their flight to Vegas or they stay in Vegas or whatever it was. Circa was filled with some of the angriest diehard football fans. And I came face to face with one who was sitting in our seat, Jeff. Circa is a stadium. You are buying a seat. There's ushers. There's beer vendors. There's hot dog vendors. Oh, that's walking awesome. Up and down the aisle. We had H11. Bought the wristband, 200 US. Couple of drink tickets included. It's your seat for 12 hours. That's amazing. 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. <laughs> that's amazing. Upstairs, 50 feet above your head is stadium swim. The exact same thing I'm experiencing outdoors with pools. Yeah, that's that was the part of the weekend when I cried when I saw you guys there. So, so we decided to nut up and do it. We didn't have the best seats. We didn't have those booths or those recliners. We had a we had a stadium seat at any any stadium you want you can imagine. Okay, and during the day it was good. Everybody's high five, but at night Sunday night football, which I was down on the Packers, weird pick, big smash, you know yep. all this stuff, and now the place clears out. The casino kind of fills in. The ushers aren't on duty. There's no beer vendors. All the rapport you've built, gaining first down high fives and, you know, tipping your beer vent. Anyway, the, 
the, the room is cleared. It's a new room in. When I came back to our seats, we checked Fremont, a couple of vendors, whatever. I come back into our seats, Jeff. There's four rockets sitting in them. Okay. One dude, five people sitting in our four seats. It's just me and Hearns. So I'm looking for some other seats and there's none. And I got $1,900 US on the game on the screen that I can't. I went right up to the girl. I said, excuse me. You're the prettiest thing I will ever kick out of a seat. I promise <laughs> I will never do anything like this again. You were sitting in my seat. I showed her H11. She gets up. All of her friends leave. Everybody in the stadium section is like, did this guy just kick out the five hottest brides I've seen all weekend? So instantly the room kind of half turned on me. <laughs> Only to realize that we've turned into a lion's den. I am in the middle of that angry lion's den. <clears throat> Halftime, go roll a crap, have a J, have a dart, take a lap. We come back. There's a new set of eight people in our seats. Oh, no. Including an angry Detroit biker with a ZZ top beard. <laughs> looked to be his nephew who was egging him on. And his nephew's girl, who was one of these crazy fucking bitches that you just see and hear about. And I kicked their family out of the row because there was nowhere else to sit. And the Packers were now fighting for their lives. So I've turned a little sour. My mood has changed. I've now been in Vegas for 40 hours. Yeah. Okay. You've, we've, you've been there, right? There's always a point in the trip where your mood changes. Yeah. 40 hours with Weird Mike, especially with money on the line, there's going to be some tense moments. If you get to 80 hours, he doesn't have pants on anymore, and he's making some death threats that involve food. <laughs> oh, you remember that blowfish, eh? Yeah, that's, what I mean. that's what I mean. <laughs> so anyway, the guy's furious. He doesn't think he, he's just arriving at the casino. Couldn't apprehend that I paid $200 U.S. So now I have to text Mattis Backer, who paid for the seats. The receipt? The receipt to show this guy. Yeah. He's not leaving. Maddie sends it. Not the first time he sent it on the second request, mm -hmm. I might add. I show the guy. He finds an empty seat a couple over. Regrudgingly gets out. But it's only me and Hearns now. There's four seats. So now me and Hearns and each of our bags have a seat. I've got a buffer to this crowd. They just moved down the aisle at the movie theater. Okay. They are now four feet from me, looking me directly in the eye. What's this guy need a bag for his seat? What's this guy paying $200 for a seat? He didn't show me no receipt. And he's rallying the people behind him. <laughs> to like, and now like everything short of kicking my seat, Jeff, is happening to me as the Packers are struggling and their team is gaining fuel. They're get they're getting liquored up. Like it says, it's a scene, man. Like, Where's Willock when you need him, eh? <laughs> for reals, man. God damn it. Maybe if Maddie didn't go to bed at 9.30 every night, I would have had a little bit of a crew to back me up. <laughs> okay? <laughs> These guys couldn't get over my bag, Jeff. I'll show you the bag. It's here. I, I unpacked. Not a big unpacker, folks. Sometimes that, that suitcase after India hung around for almost five months. True story. Yeah, I, I'm also not a big unpacker. And in 2010, I went to Vegas with uh, with Brent, with Brent Seska, B-Sess. Me and him went to Vegas for the weekend. Came back, didn't unpack. And then about a month later, I booked myself a trip to Vancouver for the Olympics to stay with McElhaney and Nolan and Justin. And like spur of the whim, like booked the flight, went and had my birthday party with everybody at Mod Club. 
puked in the bathroom. Anyway, long story short, woke up the next day, grabbed my Vegas bag, went to Vancouver, and it was the winter, and I just had some Vegas shirts and some dress pants. Remember that crazy lady, the nephew's girlfriend? Well, she's now taking it up on herself, and she's touching my bag. She's like playing around the zipper. She picked it up, the final straw for me, weird Mike, tour Mike. She picked up my bag and held it to the rest of the audience like it was some sort of lost luggage or something. Like, I didn't know if she was going to throw it across the aisle or what. So when she put my bag down, I said, look, lady. Look, guys, do you want to know why I have a bag at a sports book? That seems to be the burning question here. We got about $5 million on the floor here. And all of y'all are concerned about what's in this bag. So now I've turned to the remainder of the section. We're all H. There's about 12 left. I said, sir, are you ready for this? Are you really ready for this? I am trained for this exact moment to embarrass you. Are you ready? I'm drunk. I'm high. I'm losing. Hearns can't believe what's happening. Okay. I said, are you? He acknowledges it and understands the moment. I go into my bag. So I've been here for 12 hours. Okay. Upstairs, there's a pool. I went swimming for three hours. Here's my trunks. <laughs> Pulled out the trunks, dropped them on the stadium floor. I said, that's my friend right there. Sometimes he makes big bets and he sweats. So I brought some deodorant and I squirted the spray deodorant under my arm. I said, me, when I make big bets, I get chapstick. So I had my chapstick, everybody, you ever use chapstick? I'm not from town. Sometimes they're playing a little dehydrated. You know me, I'm a messy eater, guys. When I eat, I get messy, man. I get messy, huh? I brought a spare shirt. Here's the spare shirt. Luckily, I haven't had to use it today. Have you guys noticed that I have great hair? You guys notice I have great hair? Here's a comb. To express myself, a little touch-up in the bathroom every time. You never know who you're going to meet in Las Vegas, right? You don't know who you're sitting beside. You, you saw me kick out four beautiful ladies. What if I wanted to buy them a drink at the bar after? That, sir, is why I have my bag. And that, sir... Why this bag is now sitting in a $185 United States dollar seat. If you will, let's all enjoy the game and shut the fuck up. And we got ourselves a golf clap. And for sure, someone yelling from the back, your hair sucks. <laughs> Negative. No, hey, um, either way. Good story, by the way. That's good shit. I'm, where would where would you recommend? Go ahead. <laughs> Just how that happened and how they insist. Like I said, that it was. Man, I, I I just didn't want it to happen. I just was just pushed too hard, and I'm glad. And honest to God, remember I told you about the mood changing. Yeah. Right. Everybody's mood changes in Vegas, whether you you know good, bad. Everybody's mood changes at some point. That instantly changed my mood back so i was only down for like 30 minutes 40 minutes during the worst of it and that episode just sprung board and i and i i really felt it this morning <laughs> yep but anyway good to be back thank you everybody jabawakis crazy show sportsbook circa is the official recommendation that's Only what i was asking yeah. you have the option to swim upstairs despite the weather fully heated fully uh, warm pools, but anyway, the that's only where place I, to go, Circa. That's where I. That's where I want to be. 
that was so jealous you guys were there pump no one in the lion's den smashed you um because hearns probably 50 50 has your back at that point <laughs> oh way less way less yeah. Yeah. way less we're yeah. talking like this guy's stabbed he'll call an ambulance that's where yeah he's yeah going. yeah yeah he's and and then look at you like you're an idiot <laughs> uh so packers lose uh just a an absolute like if that's your last stand in green bay aaron that was embarrassing like those you throw the interception you get this gift of a illegal hands illegal use of hands five yard penalty that had nothing to do with it and it looks like the refs are like okay you know what we really want the packers to win here and then aaron three two three plays later throws the same kind of hail mary ball underthrown very weird non-aaron Rodgers throw an absolute gift to the worst passing defense in the league and you give away the game i was on the lions uh not with a ton of money but uh i was on the lions we went four and two with our picks last week five and oh the week before uh, i accumulated all my picks and we are exactly at 500 however there's one problem i seem to be missing a week <laughs> Fuck. we're 48 48 and five which uh, adds up to 101 games why don't you just go ahead and put a weird mike asterisk on this year's record no i gotta just count every week the last time, like I, I, anyway, on December 8th, I was 34, 34, and four, apparently. And I added up every week, got to 48, 48, and five. But didn't I, didn't I there's, there's, there's six games fucking missing. So I don't know. I'm, 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 a, I'm mental. Uh, you know, I'll figure it out. Just the last nugget on it's not, it's just adding to that story. You know how weird it was, Jeff, watching older women get seriously hyped about football? Like we're talking like, Late 50s, early 70s. Imagine Lisa and Sylvie out there in Vegas just pouring their soul on the line for an Argos first down or something. Like it was, <laughs> it was a scene, man. I'm talking older white women going all in. It was, anyway. Detroit. Detroit, baby. Detroit Packers. women. He's gone. I think he's going to Tennessee. I think he's going to Tennessee. You know what, though? Like, does he, I don't know. He just, he's not, he's, he's regressing. He's regressing. Okay. We saw this with Russ. Age doesn't do the same thing to each guy. Like, Correct. Uh, 217 yards like in a playoff game against the Lions to at Lambeau? I don't know, man. You, like, you had, you, the team was pretty healthy. That should have been a victory. He, uh, I really think it's the only way to go out. Let's say he wins that game and then they go to San Fran and get pummeled. Well, they still made the playoffs in an off year. Like, now the kind of framework is set to stay and I experience guess. this bizarre state of malcontent instead of now the writing's on the wall. The guy laid an egg for the third time at home in a row. It's time to go. I'm you not think so. Forget the you, Packers. He's gone. I say Titans. Where do you say? You? I don't. I think, look, he's got, he's just got to sign his name and he makes $49 million next year to play for the Packers. I don't think the Titans. I mean, sure. I I just don't think that the Titans are like, yeah, let's let's throw down a hundred million dollars for two years uh, for Aaron Rodgers right now. Aaron Rodgers also, humility. Also, would Aaron go to the Titans? Like, they they they're not like looking like they're going to compete. So would he be going there for just for a paycheck? What, what do you mean? Did you not watch them with a grocery bag fourth stringer come a fumble away from winning their division and making the playoffs? 
The AFC South is the only landing spot. That's what he just did. That's just what he. That's what he just did for the Packers. I I get it, buddy. But Rabel could be for the Titans. You're you're a Titans fan. What do you think about Huck? I would love to see Rodgers in the Titans. We're not talking hundred mil. You don't think Aaron's give him whatever he wants. Give him whatever he wants. Sure, (laughs) I'm with Huck, but I think Aaron is mature enough to understand that he doesn't warrant fifty million. And that they will get a team-friendly deal to make sure that the king is healthy and they pick up the corner and they keep their draft picks, et cetera, et cetera. I'm just saying, if you were a quarterback right now, would you want to go to the Titans? If I had the last four years of what I just had at some place, then yes, I would want to leave that place. You're right. I'm saying the Titans. What I- he's, 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 got, he's throwing to Traylon Burks, Austin Hooper. And Robert Woods. I mean, look, I, I, Vrabel's a good coach. They're a good team. They got Derrick Henry. They got a good defense. You throw in Aaron Rodgers. That's there's two more victories for sure. Yeah. But it, I don't know. I'm I'm curious to see what happens. But at the same time, like he, he's contemplated retirement three years in a row, and he comes back and plays worse. So from the Packers' perspective, I don't know what they want. Uh, from the Titans' perspective, it's definitely a fucking upgrade. So, all right, enough about that. Uh, if you're a Packers fan, I, I bet you saw this coming. You probably did because Aaron, when the moment shows up, there's been one season where he actually played like a clutch playoff performer. It's when they won the Super Bowl 12 years ago. And we'll put the Packers to bed for the season. That's it. Sorry, Cheeseheads. All right, we got six wild card games this playoff weekend. Again, I got hot uh, heading into this last part of the season. Not sure what the total record is yet because I'm fucking tired. But uh, five and zero two weeks ago, four and two last week, and uh, rolling hot into the playoffs. I got a micro versus macro handicapping thing I want to talk to you about for truth of the week. But we'll get to that a bit later. Basically, looking at teams. If you're looking at teams during the season, or if you're looking at just the way playoff games are usually won throughout the history of football, there's a difference. There's one game in particular that highlights that this week. All right, we got a big question around the Bengals Ravens game, Mike. All right, we've been talking about this the past few weeks. Lamar Jackson sprained PCL. My dad tore his PCL. It was immediate surgery. PCL is no joke. That's under your kneecap. Uh, for a running quarterback who's trying to sign a quarter billion dollar contract, I bet he's got people. He's got people telling him, yo, don't play this game. Ravens need you. They know they need you. They can't say to their fan base, now we're going to let Lamar go. Uh, you play this game and pull a Robert Griffin and get hurt again. You know, and, and don't look good doing it. Uh, no guarantee that that money comes in. This is just the way the world works, unfortunately. Not everybody gets as lucky as Dak Prescott, where you injure your leg horribly and never really play that great besides statistics, and then you still get your $200 million contract. So there's definitely people in Lamar's year going into this weekend. Vegas doesn't seem to think he's playing. A couple of the coaches seem to think he's playing. People close to Lamar say they have no idea and he's not been at practice. It's a weird spread, weird game, but watching Joe Burrow smoke that cigar and wear that hat and be as confident as he is, let me tell you something I'm recommending that nobody do. No matter what happens with Lamar, no matter what happens with the announcements this week regarding injury, no matter where that spread goes or where that money line goes, do not play. Any tickets that have Ravens money line. You like the spread? Okay, I'm staying away. No Ravens money line 
All right. I want you to look at your car radio right now or look at your phone and shake my imaginary hand because the Bengals are winning this game, baby. All right. I don't know how they I don't know what, what the spread's going to be. I don't know if Lamar's playing, but smoking Joe Burrow is going to the second round. Thoughts on the you're a Ravens flock member, Mike. What, what's going on? What's going on is classic Ravens stalemate front office, bro. Forget yeah. about the game of this weekend. They are always playing the long pitcher. They, uh, <clears throat> I don't think, I don't think there was anything wrong with Scoop Huntley. Huntley, the Ravens' original backup QB. They call him Lamar Light. Okay, they got him to train against them in practice. Is he hurt? Obviously, <clears throat> yo, a mid swing here on the Ravens' flock. Yeah, I'm just. <laughs> he's Ray, he's Lamar Light, and remember how long is it now? Three months that he hasn't played. Two, I two think. months, two and a half yeah. months. You think Harbaugh wants him to play in a playoff game? He held Scoop back for nothing, bro. Harbaugh's playing chess. Okay, that was a laydown, and they still had it almost. The guys threw three picks. We're talking about grocery baggers. That guy was a certified grocery bagger, not metaphorical. They pulled him off. That week, okay? So, Lamar's uh, Huntley and the Ravens are going to give him all they want. Love the spread. Love the spread. You're right. They want the Bengals in. The Bengals are starting to start to do that. Um, love, love, love the spread. But they're just putting Lamar in a stalemate. You, you don't so, have to play if you don't want to, bro. You don't have to. We want to franchise you next year. We've kind of made it almost clear that we're going to. Uh you're under no obligation to do it. They've almost put the ball in his court while still holding the ball. And now, if Huntley miraculously wins a playoff game on the road or loses by a field goal, now everything rethinks. Do we want a $20 million quarterback or do we want a $200 million quarterback for what we're doing? So I think it's total Raven stalemate. Love the spread. Uh, another another tackle's out for the, the Bengals. That's, yeah, that's we're, right. It looks like it. Now we're talking two-fifths. Of an O-line. Yo, we said the G-men were going to lay down. Or I said the G-men. They did not. Their backups were hungry, and they're building something there. That was like a college backup scene. Also, like I saw some videos just on uh, social media and stuff of, like, the Eagles were trying to win, but, like, they were showing the preseason-like effort that the O-line was giving. As in, like, <laughs> like... Like, like, like really casual blocking. It was fucking weird. But I watched some videos about it where Jason Kelsey's like, no matter what, I'm staying on my feet. Like, I will be blocking like it's preseason. What happened? Whatever happens, happens. I don't think Davis Webb is beating us today. Um, Here's a question for you. Yeah. Sure. Can you cancel a bet? Like, if you take the Ravens today at seven. Yeah, plus seven. If news comes out that Lamar is either playing or not playing, can you then like cancel that bet? No. Sometimes it depends if it depends if it's a if, if it's a straight bet, and uh, let's say the line hasn't moved. Some sites all the way up to game time will allow you to cash out. Uh, let's say like let's say there's no injury stuff, right? You make a bet. Some sites will just allow you to cash out for the full value of that bet. Like right up to game time. I, however, am on the old school tip where the only way out of a betting mistake is to make another bet, Huckster, to counterbalance. Now, if you bet the Bengals, for instance, at minus seven, and then Lamar is announced as playing and the spread goes down to four, 
they're not going to let you cancel that bet. They're just, uh, they're just like, it's on you to know these injury situation and stuff like that, where the line might move. So if the, or they'll offer you a cash out, but it'll be like, say you bet 20 bucks, they'll offer you nine, you know, or they'll offer you eight bucks or something like that. It's a cash out. But the best situation as Mike is what Mike just said. Usually if you, if you're attempting to cancel a bet, it's probably better just to bet the other way and, and make up for it. Hedge, like pre hedge your bet. So like you made a bet on the, you made a bet on, let's say you bet the Bengals at minus minus seven. You find out Lamar's playing, fucking cut your losses and uh, you bet the Ravens or something like that. Not really. It's probably a reverse hedge. There's three points there that you don't want to fuck with. Good question, Huck. Just gave me a brain fart, but yeah. Usually, usually Mike's right. Make another bet. What do you think of those bills, Hugh? Minus 11? It's Make up. Board? It's minus 13 and a half now. Oh, my God. It is, it's skyrocketed literally just in the last 12 hours. Well, then it's Skylar Thompson starting then. Sure looks like it. Tua hasn't been anywhere near the, the practice field. Basic, it's a weird thing going on with Tua. Ian Rapport was talking about it on Pat McAfee. Basically, no, no, this is never this is unheard of as far as the way that injury, like quarterback injuries, being taken care of. He is going to the doctors every day, getting like scanned and tested for his concussion stuff, and then just goes home. And there's no leaks, no like there's no statements from the Dolphins as far as his progress. That's it. And I would assume that with just the scariness of the concussions, everything that happened with Demar Hamlin two weeks ago. Uh, let's just assume he's out. Vegas is assuming he's out. So it'll be Skylar Thompson. We got uh, Tyreek Hill, who played about half half of the game last week. I'm not sure if you saw that Dolphins-Jets game. It was all over the Dolphins late. It was like my late charge pick, Dolphins. Ended up being a fucking, oh my God, it was a close one. Scott, your, your backup quarterback game down there in Miami, man. I was all, I watched so much of it. It pissed me off. I didn't want to watch that much game, but I, I was Dolphins and Steelers all day. Um, Mike, uh, so was it Mike Morrison who won your parlay contest, sent in the Vegas parlay? I saw the Dolphins wear a check mark. I saw you pick the Browns. So obviously didn't work out. Yeah, everybody was, uh, everybody was sending, I, I it was my fault. Uh, I preached value and not wanting to win a few. And most of them included the Chargers, which the number take. just kept growing. I'm watching this number grow, grow like a, like a right. McDonald's burger hamburger count on the ticker at, in Vegas. And I'm like, I can't, I can't put the was, Chargers on this ticket. What a weird game. They didn't pull Herbert till like the oh, late third it's quarter. It's so weird. It turned my whole thing. I, I'm, I'm pro Jag. I'm pro Jag. Not like dumping my role or anything, but I'm, I'm, I'm pro Jag. Yeah. I think, um, I think the Peyton to LAC, everybody's talking about some other spots, Houston, Denver for Sean Payton. He wants to be in LA, big star QB, but he's rooting for the Jags. Uh, everybody wants this coach, you know, makes it really weird to sit now mike williams might not play like there's a lot of a lot of moving parts with the with the chargers on the road at night but that was a scene in jacksonville man like i don't know if you watched any of that game you i've watched the whole game yeah it was a scene uh teal with it was the was the same Teal with it yeah yeah great line love jags are in the playoffs teal with it (laughs) it wasn't too long ago where i was rocking around with a pretty big jag nutsack yeah, yeah. Blake Bortle days. You were you were a big Blake Bortle Jackson Saxonville guy. I hit that AFC title spread hard. I know, I know. I had the money line for a fucking new house back in the old real new house. So like back in the old days when house was a fucking real, 
anybody could get a house. I love how you're referring to back in the old days as 2019. Hey, I think it was 2018. 2018, 20, yeah. But um, shit, lots changed here. The houses have doubled, fuck. It's true. Uh, okay, uh, Mike. So I, I like the Jags. I like the Jags. Yeah. Probably going to make the board. I'm going to throw in. You said you're making a, a Hugh playoff podium. Is that right? Playoff podium. I don't want to pick all six games and just have like a three and three record with three games that I love and three games I don't like. So I'm just going to go for quality over quantity here. I'm going to give you three picks a week. And then I'll t- we'll obviously talk about the other games and and uh, and which way we're leaning. So I'll be going with the other three games. Whatever Hewlett leaves off the playoff podium, I will be gathering Vegas Seagull style. You going to eat that, bro? <laughs> I'll take up those last three, spit out three winners uh, coming up soon. All right. Um. So, yeah, there's some Super Bowl odds that you should be taking a look at. We talked about this in the Truth of the Week last week, so I won't delve into the big underdogs, like, you know, value on the Giants and whatnot. But uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers are plus 2,500. The Dallas Cowboys are plus 1,300. Whichever team you think is going to win that game, I I would bet there's value there uh, on for, that, for their Super Bowl odds. I just I just think that uh, if Dallas can get by the Bucks, which I don't think they will, but if if they can, then they got their first road playoff win since 1994. Jerry Jones just beat Tom Brady. There's momentum in the building, and you know the 49ers are a very good team. The Eagles are a very good team, but Dallas Cowboys with some confidence could. Come out of the NFC. Now, the other thing is, Tampa Bay beats the Cowboys, which I think they're going to, plus 2,500 for the Bucs. Uh, if, they if they're going to Philly or if they're going to the Niners, you can just start hedging and go and have a lot of fun with it. So, uh, yeah. And on the other side of the, in the AFC, Bills at plus 400. Uh, Bengals are plus 1,000. Or, sorry, plus 750. I think those are your best two... Uh, Best two values. If you think the Chargers are going to beat the Jags, like that's the way I'm definitely leaning. You could get the Chargers at plus 1,200, but I think no matter who the Chargers run into, uh, whether it's the Bengals, Bills, or Chiefs, they lose. So I'll stay away from the Chargers, even though I think there is good value there. If you think the Chargers can beat any of the three teams that I just talked about, go nuts. But I'll be staying away. I got I got Bucks. Uh, I got Cowboys. I got Bengals from before. And I'm going to lay down on the bills this week just a little bit. No, not, I mean, not a little bit, but I think plus 450 is the best we're going to get this year. So, and they're going to smash Miami. Staying away, I don't like big spreads, but it almost made my board. But uh, I got a hard lean on the bills at 13. I, love, I had 11, sure. Nine and a half, it's on my board. But I just don't like playoff game, 13-point spreads. So, definitely lean. I don't think I don't think Skylar Thompson and, the, and uh, an injured Miami Dolphins team coming up to Buff Orchard Park in January is going to do too well against Buffalo. They've lost, I believe, seven of their last eight in Buffalo. Yeah. Josh Allen, the boys, healthy at the right time, except for Vaughn Miller. Uh, got Nice to have Tredavious White back. Looks like he's getting a bit of a step back. And our safeties, obviously, uh, strength of our secondary, and Skylar Thomas is going to have a big problem with that. Throwing. Tyreek Hill not being 100%, losing a bit of a step. He only played half the game against the Jets. Jalen Waddle got hurt at the very end of that game against the Jets. They got a lot of problems in Miami. Making the playoffs was a, lot a win. Of problems. A lot of making problems. the playoffs was a win this year. Just like the Seahawks, making the playoffs was a win this year. I expect both teams to get shit kicked. Um, 
Kind of reminds me of the uh, college football playoff. You're going to get the 12th team in there, like the Dolphins in here. They've thrown in that extra seventh team. Everybody yep. wanted the seventh team. And look at the seventh team, right? Uh, the Dolphins on life support. Yeah. Uh, Going Raven, up to Buffalo. Life support, fourth string QB. Tennessee should have. Probably should have won that game. Right. Then you, got, stringer, then you got Josh Dobbs going up against Buffalo. Yeah. Or sorry, going like, up against the Chargers. Yeah. More is rarely more in pro sports. So anyway, wait till uh, 12 teams are in the college playoff pool. And it's the same eight teams in every year. And just a rotating four door of Cincinnati, TCU, blah, blah, blah. I'll, uh, I'll take a couple blowouts to have a 12, 12 team college playoff because that is the most exciting December I could possibly fucking think of. Yeah. <laughs> and just gives more hope to more teams. I don't like literally if we don't change it. It's Georgia, Ohio state and Alabama being the three of the four teams for 80% of the next decade. Like let's just call it like it is. So I like that there's more teams in there. There's a little more March madness to it. And you throw in some upsets, man. You send the people on the field. Let's go. Uh, yeah, not quite the college football championship that you were helping for out in Vegas. 65 to fucking seven. Jesus. I uh, said, you know what? Let's go watch the Jabberwockies instead. <laughs> yeah. And was way better. Cost me way less. And there was way less weird people in the audience. Uh, pretty cool show, man. I was telling, yeah, the Jabberwockies. That's sweet. I was, uh, I was, I was watching the game with Brooke, and she like, she goes, she just, we're watching some Breaking Bad on the other TV, and then she just like chimes back in. It's the third quarter. She's like, "Why do they only have seven? What's wrong?" I'm like, "What's wrong is they suck." And I was in the group chat with some of the boys, being like, "Hey, I'm probably gonna like before the game, like I'm gonna live bet TCU because I think Georgia's gonna score the first seven to ten points," and then as the game moved on. I sprinkled a little bit on TCU money line because it got fucking ridiculous. Like in the first quarter, it was ridiculous. But they never actually laid down any sort of big spread bet because the game was over and we just turned it off on the second half. By the way, they kept showing Stetson Bennett's. Was it her mom? Was it his mom? Or his extremely old girlfriend? <laughs> was she in the second half? Half of the television was her. It was like last night at the Golden Globes where I had no idea I was watching the Stifler's mom show. She had she, she she presented an award and like rambled on about nothing for about six minutes. And then she won an award and rambled on another for seven minutes. The whole Stifler's mom told, told more accidental jokes than the actual host of the show told jokes. Correct. He got one one Scientology blow in there that was fucking awesome. And the, the line of the night, before we get into our picks, the line of the night goes to Eddie Murphy. Accepting his Cecil B. DeMille Award for Lifetime Achievement in Film. And it's actually pretty serious. He's not making too many jokes. And he just says, I'm not, if you missed it, I'll sum it up for you. It was fucking awesome. He's being pretty serious. It's a Lifetime Achievement Award. He's never won a Golden Globe. He even said, he's like, I've been doing, I've been in the, the show business for 46 years. I've been in the movie business for 41 years. This is a long time coming. He's like, I got three pieces of advice, three pieces of advice to, to, to live a life of success. Like number one, pay your taxes because I think you got some tax problems. Everyone laughed. Number two, mind your business. Whatever, you know, whatever the fuck that means. And then number three, and you think he's going to be so serious. He's like, number three, keep Will Smith's wife's name out your fucking mouth and stole the show. And then that was it. That was the end of his speech. It was fucking awesome. <laughs> 
They were dropping F-bombs like crazy. Yeah. It was a total laydown with the whole uh, Black Lives Matter. It was hilarious at times watching them, the networks just lay down when the first F-bomb was dropped, but then they were flying. Yeah. They were a bit of a delay. What I was trying to do was bet on the Golden Globes because I caught wind. I was reading uh, the USA Today on the way into town. And they were anticipating this, you know, movement towards uh, racial awards given blacks, India, everybody, minorities, right? And they took them off the board in Vegas. You can only bet on two award shows, Golden Globes and Oscars, and they took them all off the board. So I was left with the puppy props. You lived here at Centennial for some time. You know I love award season. Yeah. But it was a total laydown. Once I heard who was hosting. I knew it was going to be a shit show. It was great value, great time spent, great theater. You're right, though. The Golden Globe betting disappeared. I woke up and I wanted to lay down on Austin Butler for, for Elvis for Best Actor. Look, weird movie, the but let me tell you, you an out the only white guy to win. Yeah, he was amazing. I did, I saw the guy on like on a, on a Fallon or Colbert, and he was like doing the Elvis impression before I saw the movie, and I'm like, all right, buddy, like I get it, like you're Elvis in the movie. I didn't like him. Okay. I watched the movie and an hour and 45 minutes in, I had to remind myself that this guy was not Elvis Presley. It was amazing. Uh, weird movie. I'm not even going to say you're going to enjoy it, but you will be impressed with it, with Austin Butler's performance of Elvis Presley. Uh huh. All right. Back to football. Um, after we do our picks, I got some same game parlay targets for you just to include in your same game parlays. Cause I know everyone will be playing them come wild card weekend. I keep I keep winning uh, the Titans same game parlays because Robert Woods' yards are like like if he gets 15 yards he passes his like yard total because it's Josh Dobbs or Malik Willis playing these games and they're throwing like nine passes a game but luckily two or three of them keep being to Robert Woods. All right, we'll talk about that after. Not sure if Lamar's playing yet. We know where the neutral site Apes Championship game will be played. Just keep this quick. Yes. It's yes. not Indianapolis. Where is it going to be? Vegas? Why is it not Indy? That was what I was saying the whole time. Yeah, no, 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 no. The Indy, uh, Lucas Oil Stadium is not owned by the Ursays. They, they, like, they rent it. And there is a massive volleyball tournament uh, at, in Indianapolis at Lucas Oil Field. All the hotels are booked. Indy said no. So if the Chiefs and Bills are playing in the AFC Championship game, and the fact that it's neutral site, too, that just sounds like a fun road trip. If, if I was a tall, handsome American dude, I'd be going to Indianapolis that weekend and just hanging out at the bars with these legions of women. Your volleyball players are smoke shows. Like. Either way. Yeah, indeed. I feel like uh, I, I feel like wherever it's going to be, it might be like kind of in the middle of us, like not middle of us, but like it's not going to be in like Wyoming, but like. I could get there. You could get there. Hawk could get there. Maybe it's, it's like Minnesota. Off. Maybe it's I'm Minnesota it. indoors, you know? I'm off it. You're off it. I'm off it. I was all about being at the Ralph for that moment. Huckster, you went to the Ralph this year. It's a different vibe, right? Totally different scene. Like all in, everybody, and the chance to host that title game, to me, was more valuable than potentially going to Arizona for the Super Bowl. And now that oh. it's going to be in, you know, wherever – the carrier dome, fuck. I don't know what they're going to put this thing, <laughs> right? Could be in Charlotte. They might go split the difference, right? KC's in the middle, Buffalo's upright. You know, you go down left on the map, right? Might get someone. I love how you're Carolina. a tour guide and, and you're using terms like down left. 
<laughs> yeah. Just go down left to Niagara there. I'll turn anything into a map, bro. Sir, do you mean do you mean southwest? No, no, down left, bud. This is my tour. Keep the voice down. Keep the windows open. Fuck off. All right, here we go. Yo, when we landed in Vegas, we jumped in the cab. The guy looks at us. He's like, "See here for the porn convention." I'm like, <laughs> what? He's like, "Biggest porn convention of the year, man." AVN Wards tonight. We're like, "No." He's like, "What a you guess." Hard. <laughs> I'm like, "No, we're not here." And then we asked him where we could get some cron. So he brings us to a, a dispensary. I'm, what kind of part of town is this? He's like, oh, they call this the Fruit Loop. And I'm like, what? He's like, it's the gay district. They call it the Fruit Loop, the road circular. The Fruit Loop. And I'm like, why'd you bring us here for weed? He's like, you said you weren't into porn. So I figured you were gay. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck's the matter with you, bro? What's <laughs> up with this guy? <laughs> Ridiculous. So, I'm, I, you know, when I travel, man, I play by the rule. Anyway, it was fucked. Hey, if there's multiple universes going on, there's definitely an Angeletti somewhere who's like the porn king of southwestern Ontario. Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right, let's get into our picks. Five and oh, two weeks ago, four and two last week. Uh, I'm the Mike Tomlin of NFL Handicap, and we don't go below 50%. At least I'm pretty sure of that because I'm missing a week somewhere. I'll fucking figure it out. All right. Uh, good at math, bad at organizing. <laughs> Cue the OB Try Sock. Let's go. Brooks laughing at that. <laughs> You. Okay, wild card weekend. We're Mike's second favorite football weekend of the year because for everyone who knows him, it's next weekend. All right, here we go. My gold pick. Look, I thought I was going to get a better number on this because everyone loves the Dallas Cowboys. Everyone loves Dallas Cowboys this year, and everyone loves just betting wild card weekend based on how the teams played that season. And I'm more about who's their quarterback and how has he done in playoff games throughout his career? Because a play, winning a playoff game, especially a road playoff game, it's kind of like a test. It's kind of like an exam. But when you got Tom Brady on your team, you already have the answers. You already have the answers. It's like having a cheat sheet on your desk. You just need to be able to execute, looking at your cheat sheet, and then filling in the answers. Bucks have been bad on third down all season. Bucks can't run the ball all season. Bucks defense been bad all season. However, it's the same team that won the Super Bowl a couple years ago, minus like three players, four players, not much. Um, and it's the same Cowboys team that is continually a playoff disappointment. So Dak Prescott does not know how to pass this test. Tom Brady's passed this test 40 times. And I just think that that third down percentage that it was bad all season for the Bucks, not going to be as bad come playoffs. Throwing the Bucks at the Bucks actually rested players last week. Brady just played it enough to break his reset his completions record. Cowboys went for it because they could possibly get that first seed. They could possibly win the division. And it's not like the Eagles were up by 40 and they just had an excuse. No, no, no. It's a five-point game. So Cowboys going going into Washington and just looked pathetic with their starters on the field against Sam Howell. Now, this isn't recency bias. I'm just saying that when the Cowboys are rolling, it's hard for people to remember that they can lay eggs like this, right? Because when they're, you know, when they're just tossing the Pollard and he's getting 10 yards a catch and Zeke's running and everything seems to be working, you're like, oh, this, this team can't be stopped because they pile up great stats and they beat up on bad teams really well. Tom Brady just wins football games. Now, some people don't like that. He's, he was bad against the spread this year. 
but I'm getting, I, I got Tom Brady and a, t- a pretty healthy Tampa Bay Buccaneers team as a three-point home dog against the Dallas Cowboys. The perennial playoff disappointment. They have not won a road playoff game since Troy Aikman beat Steve Young in 1994 at Candlestick. All right? Jesus Christ. That's 28 years ago. All right? So, I'm going with the Bucks here. I thought I was going to get three and a half, four. Don't make this bet yet. There's a lot of sharp people. There's a lot of handicappers who love the Cowboys. Love the Cowboys. So is everybody right? I don't know. I don't think so. Not in this particular sense. Because in the macro sense of it, you're taking Tom Brady over Dak Prescott with a healthy fleet of receivers every time, especially at home with the points. This is just reminding me of the old Patriots teams that struggled during the season. And then you got the Chargers or the Ravens coming into town who've been playing great all season. They're 13 and three versus the 10 and seven Patriots. And everyone's just bagging on Tom and bagging on, yeah, you know, Randy Moss is gone. All Everyone's gone. It's Tom Brady. And he's really good on third down in the playoffs. And that's what's going to win this game. Gold picks the Bucks. All right. My silver pick just went down to two points. I'm going, I'm away from weird Mike on this one. I love the Jaguars. And I think the whole world just watched the Jaguars in prime time, which is why I'm getting a nice number on a team that I believe is much better position by position. I'll take the Los Angeles Chargers minus two uh, on the road in Jacksonville. Look, this is an LA team going to Florida. All right. There's no, the home field advantage is a little bit annoying, but it's generally sounds like a really nice place to play. You're in Jan- it's January. It's Northern Florida. Like where else would you rather be? Uh, Mike Williams injury is a bit of a concern. You got this dumbass coach on the Chargers playing everybody for no particular reason just to keep the momentum up. Yeah, how about you just rest your fucking starters, win a playoff game, and keep your job? Uh, I bet that's what Mike Williams would have wanted. Anyway, the Mike Williams injury doesn't look like he's going to play. He's listed as like questionable, but apparently he needed help just to get to the team bus after the Denver game. So I'd assume Mike Williams is out. It doesn't matter. Um, Yep, Jaguars are going to be able to run the ball against uh, the Chargers, but I don't see them running for 250 yards Titan style and just slowing this game down with, a, with 10 total drives. Jaguars don't play like that. So even though they will be able to run the ball, uh, I think Austin Eckler, Justin Herbert is such a precise passer. He's not getting enough credit because not enough people watch Chargers games. So I think uh, I think the Chargers are going to roll, uh, get up early, and the Jaguars will be continually just sort of chasing down by six, down by three, down by six. And uh, yeah, Chargers win this one by four. Great effort by the Jaguars. Great season. Baby steps for the Jaguars. Baby steps. All right. And my, uh, my bronze pick. I'm taking Brock Purdy in the San Francisco 49ers. Minus nine and a half. Uh, no teams look better over the last nine weeks. Brock Purdy is being is a fantastic ga- uh, distributor for a team where distribution is all you need. Brock Purdy couldn't go to any other playoff team and just look this good. But not a, no other playoff team just has this amount of weapons. Maybe the Chiefs. But weapons and a just a absolutely indestructible O-line. Great scheming. And just the way that they... The way they scheme their running game, the way they scheme these little quick passes, they're turning Brock Purdy's little quick passes into an extended running game, kind of the way Aaron Rodgers and the McCarthy Packers used to do, which they should probably should, should have done fucking more. Um, and I think the Seahawks are happy to be here. Look, they barely beat the Ram Baker Mayfield's Rams at home. They, like, they almost lost that game. I don't believe in their offense enough to put up points on this Niners defense, so I don't think they're going to be able to score more than 17 points, and I don't think they're going to be able to stop the Niners from scoring 30. So there you go. 
Thir- call it uh, 30-16. Final score, Niners Seahawks. And that's, that's my podium. So I'm giving you three picks this week. And we'll see what Mike's got. And I will debate with him, tell you where I lean on the other games. But we got gold, silver, bronze. Let's go 3-0. and yeah. you. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, I'm going to match your podium, Jeff. It's always been a favorite of mine, labeling everything first, second, third. Yep. So this year, I challenge you to a three-week podium challenge. Each week, me and you pick three things. Ends with the title game because the Super Bowl, you can't really pick three things. Gotcha. So whoever got the better record? Correct. And betters out there, all listeners to this show, I will take your blind action. Me versus Hughes picks on the podium. Three-week playoff challenge. I like it. DM at Weird Mike. Me and you, Hugh, we'll go for a hundo, okay? Okay. Uh, I'm up a hundo this season on the Jags Colts bet. So Correct. Very, very correct on that. <laughs> hey, you've won a lot of our you you won a lot of our uh, on the podcast bets, so it's nice to be up one. I think I owe you a couple of cases of beer still. Mm, so no rush on that. No rush, especially after Vegas. Yeah, no giddy rush. up. Dry January. If you know, if you cut twelve days off dry Jan, it's not so bad, right? <laughs> this will look good on social media. By the way, that's true. <laughs> this will look good on social media. Jeff versus Mike. Our my three versus your three. But let's give a little credit here. The number one handicapper this year, according to Look Who's Talking Pick Six Pool, was not me, not you, Huck Daddy, our producer, our twisting mustache flyboarding producer. That's what happens when you pick the Titans every week. Fucking right, bud. Good team against the spread for the most part. Uh, so, Huck, feel free to throw in your favorite point spread picks. You don't, you know, Titans are out. We might actually get some honest handicapping from you now. Yeah. Let's <laughs> see what you're really made of here, Huck. Right. They, um, I think they've made the playoffs every year. The show's run almost uh, five or six, I think. Almost. Like, almost. I don't like they're always like, you know, they. Yeah, I, I would say yes. I would say yes. I also didn't know they were going to be playing the Chargers. I would have been rooting for them to make the playoffs much like they didn't even lose that game to Jacksonville. They lost it to themselves. Like, yeah, they really did, Huckster. Oh, the the Houston game two weeks before that was the, that was the crusher. They really did. So uh, weird pick coming, finished 0-2 last week. Packers Saints, 2018-2 on the year, two over five. Playoff podium coming at you for the next three weeks. We're kickstarting it with the Baltimore Ravens plus seven on the recent news of Cincinnati's tackle going down. Two-fifths is something. I told you earlier, Baltimore didn't lay it down, but they definitely didn't raise with their queens. They held serve, stayed competitive. It was going to be a coin flip anyway. Remember, if they won, it wasn't guaranteed to be there. So there was really, it was like Caribbean stud poker where two of the three things have to go your way for you to win. So stay away from that game, everybody. Ravens plus seven, Scoop Huntley, a.k.a. Lamar Light, divisional game, third time. Burrow struggles against the Ravens always low scoring sevens a lot but didn't we all think the Bengals were going to roll city with 17 nothing you go up in the half court Baltimore's driving spread killer classic and an out coaching you touched on it in Jacksonville and the Chargers I think this is a decided coaching edge Harbaugh to whatever that guy is there the uh, Zach Taylor Ravens flock 
plus seven, fully healthy. And I, much like I didn't want Detroit to be that hungry dog, I do not want Lamar in. Guy hasn't played in two and a half months. He's got 300 million on the back of his mind. Correction, on the absolute front edge of his mind. Okay, and that's not how you win playoff games. You got a guy willing to play it all. Let's do it. Weird Saturday night game, by the way. Weird Saturday night game. So I'm not sure what that's about. Maybe they see something different. Jacksonville minus two is the silver pick. Uh, Correction, plus two. Home dog, Sunday night. Yes, everybody saw it. When you said baby steps, Hugh, that's been an ongoing theme on this show. But I think this is the one of the rarest occasions where they actually took their baby step last week. The way they isolated that and treated that like a playoff game and should have lost. We saw that game, Huckster. I had Titans money line. I'm not this big Jags guy this year. I don't think Trevor Lawrence is the guy. But I kind of do think Doug Peterson is the guy who's already did it. And when grown men see something that's been done, they believe they can do it too. And that's the difference. Also, you got Sean Payton breathing down this guy's neck. Maybe the Chargers know they don't really got it what it takes to make the full run. Get right, get Payton before somebody else gets him. Because if they beat him, anyway, Jacksonville, teal with it. Everybody, teal with it. Home dog slash cat slash Duval County. Yes, while being not California, Jeff, which we'd like to send our prayers to as being on the West Coast. The flooding and mudslides are real out there and it is affecting lives. So send our prayers out to the West Coast. Any listeners that might happen to be there. Vancouver too, experiencing that rain. Woo, Duval County is a, is a jungle. It's uh, that humid. You said North Florida, but that's could be a tough place at times. Silver. Weird saying silver. 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 And bronze are the bills. Lay down. Recent blueprint granted. <clears throat> Further to all that, Tyreek Hill knows that they just scored nine points in a must-win game and they won it. That will not happen again that is just about impossible to happen again so and there was you know that whole hamlin damar too much emotion the 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 kick return kind of brought them over the hump maybe if they don't get that kick return the game turns out differently right it it cut the room you had all this feeling and bang it cut it and then they won Tough game, though. Mac played well. Could have gone either way. A couple calls, et cetera. But now, as the baby steps, getting over the heartbreak of their teammate, gather themselves. He's out of the hospital. Maybe he swings by. Now we're talking real emotion. Before your heart breaks again, it's got to get up, and that happens. At the Ralph, 1 p.m., God bless them for giving the Bills that 1 p.m. slot where Western New York can get behind it like they really want to. Bills by a million, as the kids say. All right. <clears throat> there you heard it. Uh, I I really like I like one of your picks. Uh, I, I like the Ravens spread. I, I do the resting J.K. Dobbins. I think they're going to run the fuck out of J.K. Dobbins, throw in the defensive pressure that they'll be able to put on Joe Burrow. As I said before, stay the fuck away from Ravens money line. But Ravens at seven. It's. We got, they've already played each other twice. They played each other last week. 
These teams know each other really well. It is hard to beat the Baltimore Ravens three times in one season by over a touchdown. So I think uh, I think Mike's right here. I think the coaching edge will help. I think they're going to run a very conservative game plan, try to just shrink the game, as they say. 12-play, 13-play drives, keep Joe Burrow off, off the field. Bengals win, I think, but uh, Ravens could definitely cover that spread. Obviously, on the other side of the coin, on the Jaguars game, uh, look, if you need a, a strip, sack, return, touchdown to beat Josh Dobbs and the Titans at home, I just think you're going to struggle against Herbert's offense. Uh, but we'll see. Deal with it, I guess. And uh, the Bills by a million. I'm with you. Can't take the Dolphins. If you like money, you can't take the Dolphins. So it's either omit or uh, or take the Bills. Uh, okay. Huck, do you uh, you got any picks for us? And I, gotta get, I just got to explain our playoff contest. Uh, I also like the Bills. And I like the Vikings. Bills and Vikings. Ooh. Vikings Nobody minus three, folks. It's the game we have not talked about. Let's just briefly uh, see which way we lean on that. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to put $5 down on Saquon Barkley to win the playoff rushing crown because if they make some miracle run, it will clearly be him as the feature back, which almost doesn't really exist. Out, really, Henry was the only feature, feature, feature. Yeah. So they, I could just think, the, they could beat the Vikings. They could beat the Vikings, there. but they'll, they'll struggle to beat. Anyway, I don't see them playing multiple, multiple playoff games. But – Hey, I like this. I like. Hey, how about that? My two big underdogs of the season both made the fucking playoffs. Seahawks and Giants. That's, Come on. I can't believe the Seahawks made the playoffs. Man. I got so much shit from when I was so heavy on the Giants before the season. Like, I was getting, like, friends of ours being like, Jeff, like, are you sure? Like, you're going to lose listeners over this. I'm like, yes, I'm sure. All right. <laughs> and now I wasn't sure. I didn't know they were going to make the playoffs. I said they would be battling for a playoff spot. Now hopefully else you'll gain uh, listeners as a result. Tough, tough game for the Giants, though. Uh, they're probably the most popular underdog pick of the week because they just played them last two weeks ago. They lost on a like a sixty-yard uh, field goal. I, I'm with Huck here. My lean is the Vikings. I don't think you're just going to get. I don't think Daniel Jones is the type of quarterback to expose your poor defense and blow you out at home. Uh, I don't think the Giants have the firepower. Baby steps. You're gonna. You're, they're gonna lose by eight. Here, I think the I guess the you Vikings. know who's uh, also going for the Giants or for the Vikings big time. Biggest Viking fan in the NFC is Tom Brady. Oh yeah, wanting the Vikings to hold serve and sending them to San Francisco. Oh, you think he wants to play San Fran? I I think he'd rather play the Eagles. The, what I just said, Jeff, was if the Vikings oh, win, sorry. send them to San Fran, leaving Tommy Boy. That's right. A playoff rookie and uh, somewhat stumbling Eagles team here down the stretch, which they've already played and lost to, giving further advantage to the beaten yeah. team. And they played them in the playoffs before. They know this team pretty well. Throwing Jalen Hurts definitely still has a problem with his throwing shoulder. So, and Lane Johnson's injury on the O line. Oh, Eagles got some issues. They got they got a great team. They got some issues, and I'd rather play them than the Niners right now for sure. Okay, uh, we got two playoff contests. All right. Uh, the first one, officefootballpools.com. Go to the Look Who's Talking Playoff Pool, search it, uh, and I'll post the password on Instagram. If you're not, if you weren't involved last year, you'll need that password. So I'll post that on our Instagram at Hughes Talking. Then basically, 
pick the spreads, pick the totals of all of our uh, of every playoff game leading right up to the Super Bowl. There's weighted weighted points as we get further in the playoffs. The, the picks mean more and are worth more. That'll be for six cases of Storyteller beer. Also, this one, and I'm going to post every team. So every entry that gets sent into at Hughes Talking on Instagram, I will post for our first game of Wild Card Weekend. You got to pick five players who are in the playoffs. Most touchdowns after the Super Bowl ends wins. So you could be strategic. You could pick a couple of different players from the same team that you think is going all the way. You could spread it out. There's lots of strategic ways to do this. I've never played an NFL playoff game like this. That's why I made it up. Sounds fun. Who's your squad? Give me a squad of five guys. Most touchdown wins. Six cases of Storyteller beer. All right. Uh, I'm going to talk to Team LTD, see if we can add in a couple more, uh, a little more prizing for uh, the, the actual picks contest. And I will let you know on social media or next week. All right. Thanks to everyone for playing all of our contests, by the way. And just shout out to uh, download the BetStamp app. All right. It tracks your bets, gives you market analysis. And also, depending on what you want to play, whether it's Bucks minus three, or sorry, Bucks plus three, or prop bets, or anything like that, any sport, uh, it'll track 18 different sports books for you on in Ontario and tell you where to find the best line. You can go line shopping, as they say. Pretty cool app. Download it. Use the code at Q's Talking. Also, shout out to Bet Openly. It's the betting exchange. 1% juice. Win more, lose less. But in 10 years, this will be the future of betting. Uh, you can be the bank for, you can bank parlays. So someone's got to pick three teams against you and you pay it all out or you get the initial parlay bet. It's actually a lot of money. Follow our buddy at Maddie bets made a couple grand just hosting stupid parlays. So check out that openly. A lot of stuff going on. It's like the Craigslist of betting and a uh, big shout out to storyteller logger and team LTD for providing our prizing for all, a bunch of our contests. Woo. Yeah. Uh, anything else, Mike? Uh, very excited to have another playoff run on the show. It's been mostly lucrative playoff uh, betting for myself. And I am very excited for a Bills run. And thank you for 18 weeks of listenership. God bless. And thanks for following along in Vegas. And best of luck to you this week. Wild Card Weekend is named Wild Card Weekend because it is an absolute wild card. Three things that you didn't think were going to happen are going to happen. And you don't even comprehend any of those three right now but three of them are gonna happen how about that blowing your fucking mind with that shit uh <laughs> shout out to the canadian concussion center at toronto western hospital get your noggin checked out if you have any concussion problems uh go to trust toronto western hospital canadian concussion center and uh let's raise awareness on concussion problems and the things they can lead to especially as recovering football uh anyway thanks for listening folks we fucking love you if you got any hot picks or same game parlays send them in at hughes talking shout out to brian hill on the west coast probably the best same game parlay player that we have as a look who's talker and uh oh a couple same game parlay targets for you chris godwin is going to catch a lot of passes from tom brady tony pollard will be much more involved in the offense this week because he wasn't last week and the commanders smoked him uh christian mccaffrey let me tell you something Kyle Shanahan's going to make it very easy for Mr. Brock Purdy. Hey, let's get the ball to Christian. 25 different ways. Receiving and rushing yards. Combine them. About 85 to 92 yards. That should be on your same game parlay. Also like Austin Eckler and Travis Etienne for anything in the Chargers and Jaguars game. Watch out for Dolphins receivers because it looks like all of them are hurt. 
Anyway, thanks for listening to episode 142. Episode 143 next week. Stay tuned. We got a lot of videos coming up on Hughes Talking, TikTok, and Instagram. Thanks a lot, folks. Anything for Shut the Huck Up. Go Bills. Giddy up. Love it. See you later.